Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to a very special episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we normally take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, it was just the Oscars. Did you guys enjoy the Oscars this year? Was it was it fun? Did the thing you wanted to win, win? I don't know. I'm recording this before Oscar weekend, but uh, I'm sure it was a wonderful, excellent time. Hopefully you listened to our uh, special episode on what we thought was going to win, and hopefully we were right about what we thought we were going to win. I mean, we probably weren't. I mean, at least one of us wasn't, since me and Chris had very different picks, but uh, hopefully it was a good show. And now that the Oscars are over with, that kind of means that 2019 is done with, and we could stop talking about these movies and look forward to 2020, and that's what we're doing now. It is February already, but everybody knows January is kind of a wasteland when it comes to movie releases. There's a few things, but not much. Now we're really getting into it, and so today, instead of a regular episode of Piecing It Together, we are looking forward to our most anticipated movies of 2020. Joining me are Chad Clinton Freeman and Ryan Darty. You've heard them on the show a bunch of times in the past, and we have a really fun, all-over-the-place conversation for you guys. And... Uh, yeah, we're going to get into that in just a second. Uh, I do want to remind you to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join the Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces where there will be plenty of conversations about all of these movies in the weeks to come. So uh, let's get into this conversation. But one last thing I want to let you know, we actually recorded this a couple of weeks back and since then, between Sundance and various other things, there have been so many more movies announced coming this year. So there's definitely a lot missing that I think the three of us would have all been including on our lists. But you know what? There's always new movies being announced. So what list of most anticipated movies is ever really complete? So let's get into what our most anticipated movies of the year was about two weeks ago. All right, so back on the show with us, we've got Ryan Darty and Chad Clinton Freeman. How's it going, guys? 
Hey, happy to be here. Uh, very happy to be here. New year, new decade. Yes, <laughs> new year. We got to get excited. It, it's it's always so slow to get excited about movies in the first month of the year, but <laughs> we're, we're we're trying. We're trying. Plus, uh, it, it's early, and we're 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 all trying to uh, we're trying to get psyched up for this episode, guys. Let's let's do this. We got to get excited. This is, this is worth getting her up early for. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. We That's do important right. work here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about our most anticipated movies of 2020, and uh, we're we're recording this. It is uh, January 18th, so obviously, um, you know, Doolittle couldn't make our list here. <laughs> it's already out now, and uh, but there will be some movies that I'm sure that we're all very excited about that are coming out in February, maybe. Like this is probably going to go up. Uh, the first week of February, so you know anything's fair game once we start getting like deeper into February. Which does which does change my list because the gentleman comes out in January and Birds of Prey early February, so it definitely does change okay. my list. But yeah, I both of which are not they wouldn't have made my list, <laughs> but I, I mean I'm gonna see them both though. I mean especially the gentleman I think looks pretty damn fun, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think either would make my list. So. But uh, <laughs> that being said, this is going to be a long conversation. So why don't we just jump right in? Which one of you guys wants to go first? You want to battle? I, I went first last year, so let Ryan go. So right, Ryan, 10. My, my list this year, I think this is, I'm not actually going to be doing too much this uh Because like looking at my list, 70% of this is like vaguely apathetic curiosity. Like I hear you. Uh, and I'm going to start with possibly the, the, so first of all, my, uh, my honorable mention probably would have been color out of space, which at time of recording coming out in like two days, three days, something mm. like that. Uh, so, so for the definition of things that I'm apathetically curious about, uh, towards the end of the year coming out, we have the Eternals, which is just like, I don't think I realized I was fucking done with Marvel until I realized <laughs> There was two more I had to do this year. Like I've I've managed to like keep up the momentum for every one of these movies, uh -huh. and then like uh, Spider Man Far From Home just made me realize like oh shit man you're done with this. So now I'm gonna have to fucking watch Angelina in space for two hours. Angelina and Jolie in space for two hours. And Kumail's and just, abs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, that's I'm just gonna space out and start at Kumail's abs for a uh, year. So like I don't. I don't even really want to see it, but I just feel like I have to at this point. And like some of these you, other ones, you don't like, have I, to. You don't have to. I, I have to. This is <laughs> this is like me coming to terms with the problem that I have. I feel and the same year. way about this movie, by the way. I, I feel like I have to see it because we've all been sucked in. Even though the story is over with this whole Marvel thing, it's like yeah. we kind of have to go along for at least the next few. And uh, I, I'm, I'm very worried about the future of Marvel movies. I'm obviously not the biggest fan of them anyway, sure. but my least favorite thing is when they go all spacey. And yeah. this one's 100% that. And so I, I have a feeling I'm not going to like it at all. But I mean, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, so. I don't think this merits that much more talking about that movie, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not give Marvel too much uh, time on this show. Chad, what do you got for number 10? I'm sure it's not a Marvel movie. Uh, well, I, funny, uh, it's related. <laughs> okay. So it's the, the long-awaited uh, The New Mutants, uh, which, yeah. you know, uh, is supposed to have been out 
you know, for three years now. So we'll see if it actually comes out this year. Um, you know, uh, sources that we got this covered, uh, say it's coming out in April. So, um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm totally, uh, believing I that. hate you so much. <laughs> All right. How dare so, you speak their name on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> we get a fine from the FCC every time, uh, we so, talk about, we got so, discovered. So the new mutants, um, not because I love Marvel or because I love the new mutants or anything like that, that cast though, um, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. Uh, Maisie Williams, uh, Charlie Heaton, you know, it's just a great cast of uh, young, they were up and comers at the time that it was filmed, but now pretty much yeah. everyone knows who they are, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, from the trailer, the original trailer that I saw, like, I mean, I think it was four years ago, I was yeah, hooked by this movie, so I mean, I'm totally down for it, so I had to have it on my list somewhere, so I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll put that at number 10. I think I did, the one of the reasons I didn't put that on my list was I'm still not confident it's coming out this year. <laughs> As <you laughs> like there's be. still time for it to get delayed to be a Disney Plus release in 2021. I'm okay with Disney Plus. Let's it can get pushed to Disney Plus. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with my number ten, which is Scott Cooper's Antlers, which comes out April 17th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this looks weird and dark. There's a creature in it. Um, Gary Russell and Jesse Plemons. Uh, Scott Cooper, I love most of his work. I mean, Hostiles, Out of the Furnace, Crazy Heart. And uh, this is a definitely kind of a weird pick for me. I'm not much of a horror guy, you know, but uh, I from that first trailer, I was like, oh my God, I am in for this. It actually looks like, you know, something right at the top of this, I'm going to say, I actually do not have any A24 on my list, but this looks like an A24 kind of horror movie, you know? Is it, and uh, Is it Neon? It fits is that. it not A24? You know what? Uh, who is? I thought it. Out? I thought it was H twenty four. No, it's not. It's, it looks so much like one. it's Del Toro, though, right? <laughs> Didn't he produce? Yeah, Del Toro produced yeah, it. Okay. Um, Double Dare Productions. What the hell is that? Never heard of that. <laughs> I, I, I love. Uh, it's I love Searchlight. It. It's it's quote unquote Searchlight, not Fox Searchlight. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I, I love though, Dave, that you always say I'm not a horror guy. It's like you have to apologize. I know. You always do this. Just I, go why, with am I, it. why do I do that? I don't Just know why you it. do it. It's okay, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to like a horror movie here and there. Once, Once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm excited for this one is too. Uh, it it yeah. does look uh, like uh, could be a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm actually surprised that I, I say A24. I'm sorry. That's just how I said it. <laughs> um, I thought it was one of their films. So I'm, I'm surprised it's well, not them or Neon. You only get to say A24 or bring up We Got This Covered. You can't do both. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you got for number nine? Uh, so this one uh, is one that probably wouldn't have been on my list until I actually saw the trailer, which is uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which I definitely did a pretty decent about face on after seeing that commercial. I thought the the first Wonder Woman was pretty good, not, not great, not bad. Um, but my least favorite aspect of it is I'm not usually a huge fan of like the fish out of water elements, especially when like. I had the same problem with, like, Captain America and that shit, mm-hmm. so, like, um, hopefully I'm not going to have to deal with as much of that with Chris Pine's character in this one, um, but I think seeing uh, a lot of what was good about the first Wonder Woman while removing most of what I didn't like about the first one uh, has a lot of potential. 
plus you put a new order song remix in the background of them, you know, virtual, I kind of have to see your movie. It's just a rule. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm going to love this one, but I'm actually really optimistic about it. Uh, it could, I banking on this being my new favorite DC movie by the time it's done. Mm. Right, Chad, what do, what do you got to say about that, I, Chad, Mister? I, I, uh, I, I, I'm interested movies. in this movie a little, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. It's coming out in 2020. It meets I, the criteria for this podcast. I agree. I'm interested in it a little. So I, no, I, I I think it's going to be yeah. pretty damn good. Actually, I think it's a great trailer, and I think they've got a good. Like they got they got through the you know the yeah. important setup stuff and the the other ones and now they can really like dive into a great Wonder Woman story hopefully so well they they've got to work the setup of the Chris Pine's character but other than that yes they can dive right in so yeah okay <laughs> all right what do you got for number nine yeah this was one um I, I, I'm I'm excited for Chris Rock's Saw movie okay I have no idea what oh, this God. is gonna be oh shit. But I forgot about that. It's supposed to come out in May. We've not seen a photo. We've not seen, you know, artwork. We've not seen a teaser. We've not seen anything. But I, I'm curious. What, what is this going to be? I mean, um, you know, Chris Rock. I believe starring in it and producing, maybe writing even. But um, I thought directing too. Is he? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I thought so. I, Regardless, doesn't matter. I'm sold. I love the Saw movies. Um, you know, I think that the marketing on this movie, it should be Chris Rock's Saw movie. That's what it should be called. Uh, it doesn't have a title yet. Um, and like I said, there's been nothing I can tell as far as information out there on it. But uh, regardless, I'm super excited. You know, the thing about this movie is uh, I, I don't like the Saw movies, but I saw a headline the other day. Chris Rock promises Saw 9 is not a scary movie. It's gory with a sprinkling of humor, which, I mean, that sounds right up my alley, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not too far I, off on that pick there. It's kind of what... It, that's kind of what the Saw movies were, though, in a way. I mean, I, I guess so. But I mean, they were also just, I don't know, terrible. But <laughs> anyway, I'll move on to my number nine. Uh, my number nine is one I just found out about the other day, and that is the Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving movie Guns Akimbo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. looks like a crazy fun time. Uh, of course, this was the movie that uh, kind of became a meme before anybody knew what it was uh, with the picture of Daniel Radcliffe with the guns and all that. And uh, mm. yeah, it just looks crazy over the top. And I love a good crazy over the top kind of movie. <laughs> Hope, hopefully it holds that up the entire time. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe is great oh, in those yeah. kind of movies. Uh like uh horns um you know he he really is a a great actor uh super excited anytime i see something that he has coming out and especially if it's something that's you know uh fun and exciting like this but yeah i'm I'm totally on board he's such a good sport for stuff like this like he's so game and it's great hell yeah all right what do you got for number eight ryan so this is one i didn't know about until looking at my list about a half hour ago 40 minutes ago (laughs) Uh, so i know i know almost nothing about this there's a decent chance you guys know more about this movie than i do uh and it's uh edgar wright's last night in soho um uh baby driver basically reinvigorated my love of cinema so i am always excited to see what edgar wright's going to do next it's never quite i think as groundbreaking as uh, he gets credit for and stuff like that. But I always have a good time 
it always grows on me as time goes on. Uh, so seeing him do a psychological horror movie, uh, I think it's got Anna Joy Taylor or whatever her name is in it. So it'll yeah. be, um, and I think it's you know about time travel a little bit. So like maybe this is just gonna be the better version of Bad Time at the Times of the El Royale that we didn't get last <laughs> year, and we'll do a fifteen-hour-long podcast about that episode. Yeah, that. but um. Not much about it other than super excited for it, and I'm probably going to continue to research it once this podcast is over to find out a little more about it. Yeah, I'm excited for it, too. It's higher up on my list, and uh, yeah, Thomas and Mackenzie's in it, too, and oh. I mean, I, I, I don't know much about it, but uh, it, it, I mean, it's Edgar Wright. Well, see, I'm the opposite. I was excited until I saw Edgar Wright's name, but um, <laughs> again, he's just not one that I, I care for. Sure. I, I don't know what it is about his movies. I'm just not into them. So. All right. Well, that's fine, Chad. What do you have? allow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, believe it or not, have a horror movie as my number eight. I'm no. not a horror fan. I don't like horror movies. No. Horror movies are terrible. Bad people like horror movies. You, got, you have to apologize no, before saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone on the list, you always have to. It's it's even it's even a zombie movie. Um yeah. anyhow, it's uh Train to Bazane 2. I was uh, so it's gonna be. Totally awesome, you know, Korean uh zombie movie that from a couple of years ago. Um it comes out in August, of course. That's probably when it will you know, initially hit theaters. I don't know when we will actually get it over here. I would imagine, I think, uh, well go USA released the first one. So I imagine that they'll release this one, um, which, uh, had a theatrical release. Cause yeah. I actually saw it at the theater when it first came out and then it grew, um, like it got a following behind it and then they re-released it. Yeah. So, um, I think this one will, uh, I think it's not going to be called this. Uh, it may actually, uh, have like a, uh, it, it's one of those that's, I'm not sure how much of a, a 100% sequel. It's going to be more of a, a sequence spirit, sure. you know, uh, which, uh, is done with zombie movies quite a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but regardless, I, I'm super pumped for it. Uh, I think that that Train to Bazaine was one of the best uh, horror movies of the, the last decade. It was definitely in my top five. Definitely. So uh, really excited about it. I never saw that. Uh, I've heard so many great things about oh, it. But, yeah. Oh, you, you, you've, you've got to watch it. it. It's been on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it still is. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like gut-wrenching it's it's a it has i mean it, it makes you feel so much mm. it's an intense movie it really is i mean i i'm not gonna lie it made me cry uh the first time i saw this movie it's just like so ah you, you gotta watch it <laughs> all right cool well number eight for me is bill and ted face the music yeah i'm in august 21st um I don't really know what to expect if it's going to be anything worthwhile, but uh, you know, I, I've always wanted a another Bill and Ted movie, and we're finally getting it. And I think it's kind of the perfect time, so uh, I'm I'm excited. What more can I possibly say about Bill and Ted? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chad yeah, is yeah. not looking forward to it. But. It's just no, Chad is not all. It's all Keanu Reeves movies for the rest of this list. Yeah, uh, that's what you should really be apologizing for. I'm Don't not a fan of Keanu Reeves, but yeah, 
Yes, you should apologize for this movie. <laughs> um, yes, um, uh, Bill and Ted's. Okay, so, I mean, this is the reason I don't like Keanu Reeves. I remember the first time seeing the first Bill and Ted's in a theater and just feeling so much like a fish out of water. Like, I totally didn't understand what was going on. It was in a packed, like, a dollar theater, <laughs> and everybody else is dying laughing, and I'm just looking around like, what what planet am I on? So, anyways, uh, Ken Chad, Reeves, what planet so- are you on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keanu Reeves makes me feel like I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> so that's that's my problem with him. I if when I see him, I don't know why. I just feel like I'm having a panic attack. So that is the reason. It's nothing against him personally. I just. <laughs> Nothing he, he has, personally. It's just the mere existence of him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> all right, what do you got next, Ryan? Uh, all right, number seven. Uh, this is probably the one of these that I am the most confident is going to be awful. Besides, <laughs> I, 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 now look at this list. There's actually quite a few of those. Uh, but uh, I'm actually going with uh, the Monster Hunter movie, which is coming out. Um, because, like, it's been a while since Paul W.S. Anderson has fucked up a video game <laughs> franchise. So, like, it's like the good old days again, you know. Uh, you get you get one Mortal Kombat 1 for every nine Resident Evils. So sure. I think we're due for something pretty interesting soon. Uh, I don't play the Monster Hunter games. There's no way this movie can be good. It's it, it, I just refuse to believe it will wonder, be adequate. Do you know what the budget is on it? Because I don't understand how you can make a movie like this without an insanely huge budget. I think it's decently big, but one of my one of my favorite things that they're doing about it is I thought we as a universe collectively agreed no more video game movies that are like person accidentally falls into the universe of the video game. Oh, no. Uh, and that's exactly what they're doing for this one. It's like a bunch of troops in like real world America fall through a portal into the Monster Hunter world. <laughs> Which means this game that is supposed to be about like using a sword to kill a dragon is going to be starring a group of Navy SEALs. Oh, no. That's and, like the laziest, worst possible right? way. Is- Oh. Isn't isn't what's her name though from the Resident Evil? Yeah, that's, his, she that's the, his wife. She's the, that's the director's wife. She, uh, yeah, she's the star, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, of course. Which which gave me even less confidence in it. <laughs> but there, here's the real kiss of death for it, and it's also the reason why I'm going to see it. Ron Perlman's in it, which means yes. Ron, Perl- Ron Perlman in a movie like that is just like the stamp of approval of like you're at least going to have fun during this movie. Sure. I, yeah, if this if this movie has a lot of monsters, I might actually go see it, and it should based on the source material. Um, but otherwise, it sounds like an absolute nightmare to sit through. But <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it's one of those. I don't know why the Resident Evils. I kept going back to them because it's hoping that the next one is going to be good. Oh well, the next one will be yeah. good. It never happened, and I saw I think almost all of them in a theater. So um, I'm sure I'll see this movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The, the, the first Resident Evil has grown on me over time, like not as a Resident Evil movie, but just like as a movie. Um, right. But you know, man, like I, I've listened. How long have we been in this year? Uh, about two and a half weeks, and I've listened to the Mortal Kombat theme song about thirty times in the office <laughs> in the past eighteen <laughs> days. 
So I'm I'm still hype on some level. That brings up a good question. That Mortal Kombat movie isn't this year, is it? Uh, I've been seeing posters going around for it, but I think it's 2021. That's what I thought. Okay, um, otherwise, otherwise, it would be on my list. For yeah, sure. it would be on my list. <laughs> yeah, Dave is like, wait, I got to change my number one. Yeah, Hang on. seriously. <laughs> R-rated and fatalities? We got this covered. 100%. Totally so. <laughs> yeah, it's James Wan, so that's going to be insane. Yeah. But. Is he directing or Victor, is he just producing Victor. it? I think he's. No, it's his movie. Oh, is he directing? Oh, is he not directing? I thought he was. was. I'm not sure. All I know is one of my favorite actors is playing Scorpion, and I was like, I just don't need to learn much more about this movie. Like, I'm in already. All right. Well, this has been uh, most anticipated movies of 2021. Um, (laughs) Chad, what do you got for number seven? (laughs) So number seven, uh, change things up a little bit here. Here's a a Sundance movie, uh, Dinner in America. Um, this is actually, um, uh, Adam Raymer, uh, who was a polygrind filmmaker, oh, uh, who nice. he made the movie, uh, the bunny game. And, uh, it, uh, this is a little bit different than he was used to doing, I think, because, um, he's a very dark uh, underground filmmaker. Um, and this one, um, it's about, uh, uh, like, uh, punk rocker who's like, uh, running from the police and there's a, a young uh, girl that's obsessed with his band. that's like tagging along with him and it's their journey like through uh, America. So it's one of those like road trip kind of movies, kind of, um, you know, peanut butter Falcon type movie. Um, and uh, uh, from what I understand, it was shot mostly in Detroit. So a lot of, uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, uh, decay and dying parts of America, I imagine, will be uh, featured. Uh, totally, you know, sort of a like Easy Rider kind of uh, feeling is what I sure. get. Um, I haven't seen a, a trailer for it yet, um, but it premiered at Sundance, uh, and um, super excited for it. Sounds exciting, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. The uh, Polygram filmmaker got something at Sundance that rules. Uh, awesome, uh, yeah. All right, number seven for me, uh, back to back, another one that Chad is not going to be interested in at all. <laughs> it is Top Gun Maverick. Um, ah. I am not. I'm not participating re- in this one either. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm honestly not, like, I don't remember even liking Top Gun as a kid, and I certainly haven't seen it since I was a kid. But uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise, though, the last few movies, I've loved everything he's been doing. And so. I'm excited every year for whatever new Tom Cruise <laughs> thing he's doing and whatever insane over the top IMAX thing he's going to be doing. I'm I'm excited for it. So June 26th, I will be there. I I like Tom Cruise when he's fighting monsters. Uh, he should have been in Monster Hunter. Then I'd be totally on board. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Top Gun. I I I I don't think I will uh, see this one. Not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. Gotcha. <laughs> I my my dad has been trying to get me to see Top Gun since I was a child, and at this point, just kind of out of spite, I refuse <laughs> to watch it. And all I remember is when uh when like surround sound was kind of just becoming a thing for like home theaters and stuff. That was like the movie my dad would use to test out the surround sound system. Nice. So just for like weeks and weeks, I would hear like the start of Danger Zone kicking in, and I'm like. 
All right, Dad. Uh, I'm gonna go to my friend's house. I'll see you guys later. Sounds and like the perfect like, childhood. Honestly, oh yeah, I no, <laughs> I I I was uh, I was not grateful for what I had. I took it for granted. Um, no, you, you're right about that. That movie was used for that a lot because uh, I remember this one time um, there was like some ad in the uh, the paper for go to see this. Uh, free uh showing of like uh some uh, home sound system thing and you get a free cd yeah so yeah. we went with my neighbor friend to this and it, they were demonstrating uh bows uh at, which at the time like nobody knew what that sure. was and top gun is what they play yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh <laughs> so yeah it was definitely used a lot i think for the whole uh <laughs> It's like when everyone was using Fifth Element to sell DVDs and to like show those like TV screens and stuff like that. Like sometimes a movie just kind of like falls in that niche of like you're just going to see it getting played in Best Buy a bunch. Absolutely. Well, what do you got for number uh, six, uh, Ryan? Uh, Okay. So this was a a last minute change up that I made. Uh, Tommy Wiseau's Big Shark. Yeah. Um, This was one that, like, while we were taking a break uh, during the filming of this, I was like, shit, I bet that movie comes out this year, doesn't it? And I looked it up, and apparently it was supposed to come up in September, uh, but it was not finished in time for its own premiere, which is always a really good sign for a quality film. Um, I, I did look. It looks like there is at least a second poster up. It's got the really catchy slogan of, can New Orleans survive? Uh, nice. My guess is that yes, New Orleans can survive a single shark. I don't <laughs> one <laughs> big shark. <laughs> one big shark. Which, to be clear, based on the commercials, it's big in terms of actual shark. Big. It's not even big like megalodon, but it's just like large shark, basically, <laughs> like ad- adult shark. shark. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure there's going to be a Fathom events for it or something showing it in theaters. I'm sure Dave and I will do an episode on it if we oh. can. Uh, we we did episodes on Best Friends 1 and 2 uh, when there had been, you know, advanced limited screenings for that. Um, so, you know, it's it's been a while since I've seen The Room in theaters. It's been a while since I've done anything Tommy-ish. So it's nice to kind of get pulled back into that world. I'm I'm excited. If it's a real thing, I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> the only reason I believe it's real is because there is a third person starring in it besides Greg and Tommy. I wouldn't uh-huh. be surprised if that's the actual like r- the other writer or director or something. Oh, but the fact yeah. that's not just the two of them. Plus, we might get a weird Paul Shear cameo in this movie. There's always a chance. That is always a very exciting prospect. Maybe he's the shark. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say, as long as the third person is not Danny McBride, then you. Can oh my! God. Expect it to be. I'm reversed, trying to picture but... him trying to play off of Tommy's energy, <laughs> and it's just I can't visualize it. <laughs> well, what do you got for uh, number six, Chad? Well, number six, I, I'm gonna go with a change up on mine too. I decided to throw this one in there. Um, it, it was on my bottom of my list, but I think one of the ones that I have higher up is gonna be. Uh, covered uh, a plenty so i'm gonna go with the the roads not taken 
um, which comes out in March. Uh, Sally Potter, uh, the director, and it's got Elle Fanning and Javier Bardem in it. Um, and it's kind of, uh, sort of a, it's a wonderful life in a way because it's, um, day in the life, uh, father and daughter. And evidently he kind of, uh, gets to see alternate versions of his life, oh. uh, probably how his daughter would turn out that sort of thing. So, but, uh, you know, big fan of both of those. So, uh, I haven't seen a, a trailer or anything yet, but, uh, just enough that, uh, uh, you know, El Fanning and, uh, Javier are in it. Uh, that sells me. Right. No, that yeah, sounds interesting. Cast. That's the first I'm hearing of this, but yeah, I haven't, I hadn't heard of it either. So that, that'll be interesting to see when that comes out. Uh, my number six was last night in Soho. So uh, let's move on to your number five, Ryan. Uh, yeah. So this is one that like I keep forgetting is coming out this year, and then I remember, and I'm like, oh, that's probably gonna be good. Uh, and that's um, that's the new Dune movie coming out. Um, you know, at this point, I don't think there's a ton to say about it, right? Denny's a fucking he knocks it out of the park every time with everything he makes. Um, uh, there's just every person in the universe is making an appearance right. in this movie, right? Oh, it's yeah. just like all of Hollywood got together and was like, yeah, we can clear some time in our schedule for this. <laughs> um, I do worry that it's going to be like the equivalent, the like big budget drama equivalent of one of those like sketch comedy movies that has a surprising amount of famous people in it where it's like, oh, we really yeah. just kind of worked backwards off of people's schedule and just threw together a movie for that. Um, but I don't really have any nostalgia for Dune. I didn't. I didn't read the books. I've never seen the uh, the original movie. I never saw uh, anything about um, like the miniseries or anything. Uh, so I'm very cautiously optimistic that this will be a a good introduction to that universe for me. And then you know, then there's a lot of uh, space for me to explore and eventually get to watch Sting in his magnificent cod piece, which is the only thing I know about the uh, original Dune movie is that. So. You know what? I don't know anything about the original Dune movie either. All I know of Dune are the Westwood Studios games that came before Command and Conquer. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, like the that's origin the only of thing I know. Yeah, seriously. That's the only <laughs> thing I know about that universe. So, so I saw Dune in the theater as a kid. Uh, and, uh, I thought it looked fantastic. I fell asleep. <laughs> so, uh, it was a very boring movie. Uh, they actually gave you, uh, when you went into the theater or they were supposed to gave you like this little brochure that had like, uh, basically a, a glossary, a definition <laughs> of different oh words God. and things in the film. And when we went to see it, we didn't get that. So we were uh, sort of lost. But again, I fell asleep. So I did rewatch this a couple of years ago and I fell asleep again. <laughs> so I am obviously not a big Dune fan. Again, I think Dune uh, is one of those movies I always think of when I see like cool looking like desert scenes sure sure like the glaring sun and stuff and i'm like oh that's kind of like dune like john carter's movie always was like sure, oh, sure. Me dune. but i i'm not at all a, a big fan of dune so i mean i'm kind of uh curious but not really you know sold on them even having another dune movie i think one was enough but i uh hopefully i won't fall asleep this time <laughs> like like ryan said i mean denis has been doing so much great stuff you know and it's like 
you know, it, it's it's always exciting to see him come with a new movie. I I I loved his early movies. I I haven't been sold on. Yeah, I still haven't films. seen Blade Runner yet, but I uh, Arrival. I I still just like sit and think about that movie from time to time. So. Yeah. I, and and that was I feel like kind of his entry into the bigger stuff. So, what you were saying though about all the people being in it and everything, yeah. it kind of made me think of like Robert Rodriguez's movies, yeah, and I yeah. was like, yeah, don't want it to be that way. And that's uh, I am concerned about that for sure. I'm just I'm still baffled that someone was like, you know what, people would love to do in a movie theater, read while they're watching the movie. That's insane. <laughs> like, that is that's really like, weird. Like that's like the equivalent of like we didn't have time to get the star to re-record some like voiceover narration real quick, which would make the movie make sense. So let's just print out some pamphlets and do the job for you. <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> well, what do you got for your number five, uh, Chad? All right, number five. I have. Um, this is another one. A lot of these I I, I had have not seen anything on them yeah. like as far as uh like uh, artwork or or trailers or anything but this one is uh enola holmes um which has uh henry cavill as sherlock holmes and millie bobby brown as his sister enola the the main character um just right there you got me sold with uh, sherlock holmes you got superman you got 11 i don't need anything else but um i would uh like to see uh a uh you know, uh, a trailer on this drop soon. Um, they haven't set a release day on it yet. So I would imagine sometime late in the year. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be more of like a kid kind of movie or if it's going to be more, you know, um, adult oriented or what, but uh, regardless, I'm on board. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number five is Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Um, comes out April 17th. Looks just like a really wild, fucked up thriller, kind of almost dark comedy. And it's got the best trailer, I think, so far for any 2020 movie. And uh, based off that alone, I, I'm very, very psyched to see it. I uh, don't fully know where it's going to go because from, <laughs> from what I hear, it's going to go pretty dark. Um, although that is pretty on display in that trailer, but I mean, I think it's going to go even darker than it seems. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I don't think I know any of the director's previous work, um, but it's still, uh, definitely something I'm really excited for. Yeah, no, I, I'm on board for that one too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's been a, a, a handful of good trailers uh, for the upcoming year, and this definitely is one of the ones that's uh, high up there. Mm -hmm. That's actually one that I saw that when I was doing my research uh, like an hour ago, and I put <laughs> on my I'm going to circle back and see if this looks good list. So you nice. got me excited to watch the trailer <laughs> now uh, yeah. when this recording's over. Great use of Toxic. Let's put it that way. Um, what do you got for uh, number four? Uh, yeah, number four. I got, you know, the the showdown that brings us together, Godzilla uh, versus Kong. Mm -hmm. uh, I still haven't seen Kong. People tell me it's pretty damn good. I still haven't seen Godzilla 1. People tell me it's a movie. Uh, but King of the Monsters, you know, we had the showdown. Um or well, I, I think I didn't actually make an appearance on the actual episode, but I did the uh, the monster movie lead up beforehand. I actually forget. 
Hey, think, weren't weren't you on that one? I thought uh, I was. Yeah, I was, he was. I thought I was, you were on. He was on that. Was Disney? I couldn't remember. Ryan doesn't know which episode he's <laughs> on. No, I, so I I knew I definitely did the top ten monsters one, uh, and I knew I was supposed to do Godzilla King of the Monsters with Chad. I wasn't sure <laughs> if that ended up happening. I'm not sure if it happened either, quite frankly. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it happened. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right? Like I think we're all there. Like I don't. Rem- like I feel like I would remember more of the puzzle pieces we cited. I feel like I would remember that movie if I had seen it. Yeah, the movie, the movie, the movie was terrible. Okay, so, so that's the thing is that that's why I am not really that excited. I want to be excited for it, but I'm not. Um, sadly, so uh, yeah, you were on that episode. I'm pretty sure. I, I must like like I think I was too. But all right, hold on, sorry, one second. <laughs> Listeners, if you're uh, if you're sure of this, why don't you write in and tell us and let us know? <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, I I've just been I, I find myself have been disappointed with all these movies so far. Um, you know, the Kong movie looked beautiful, uh, kind of like Dune, but it didn't make me fall asleep. But it um, just was not as uh, exciting as I wished it was. And that and the King of Monsters was pretty awful. It was so I mean, bad. we can just say that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was really bad. I I'm this is actually higher up on my list. Uh, I'll just let you know, but only because it has to be. I mean, it is Godzilla versus Kong, but I have no reason to think it's going to be good. Let's put it that way. Um, plus, it was just delayed to November twentieth. It was supposed to be a summer movie, uh, so that's usually not a good sign. But I mean, then again, there's probably so many effect shots that they have to finish. So. Right, but yeah, we yeah. we will reconvene whether or not Ryan was on the uh, the last episode. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be like the editor's note where we're gonna cut into like future editing Dave being like, "We're all morons." Not <laughs> only was Ryan not on it, we didn't do an episode about yeah, it. Never we, happened. There never was happened. no Godzilla King of the Monsters. We're just imagining <laughs> it. Well, uh, Chad, what do you have for your number four? All right, my number four. Uh, it's a movie that was on my list last year. It's dropped a few slots. Uh, it uh, did not come out last year, obviously, but it's supposedly coming out this year. That's The Kingsman yeah. um, coming out in September. Um, I uh, I love the the look and feel of the uh, trailers. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, the Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. um, and of course, it just being in the Kingsman world. Um, I'm totally sold on it. So, uh, can't wait for it. Uh, I, uh, again, yeah. When a movie does get pushed, it's not necessarily a good sign, right. but like you said, um, it could always be, you know, uh, effects and whatnot, but, uh, regardless, uh, I'm not letting, uh, holding it against it, that, uh, it got pushed to this year and, and then it got pushed late to the, it was going to be earlier in the year. It was going to be in february right and then they pushed to september so hopefully it does come out in september and doesn't get pushed to next year i gotta say but, uh, i gotta say that I, as much as i love the kingsman movies i think it's a terrible trailer it, it does like oh. nothing for me um but i i'm still looking forward to it though because it is a king i love movie. i love it i love it like i said it totally just reminds me of wonder woman it like it, it's it feels a lot like a Zack snyder movie uh from the trailer so mm-hmm. i mean all right. Uh, my number four is a movie I know nothing about, but it is Paul Thomas Anderson's new film. Uh, it's supposedly set in a California high school, and there's not much else known about it, but it is coming out uh, in late 2020. 
So uh, when Paul Thomas Anderson comes out with something, I am excited and. Yeah, my number four pick. Yeah, I, I I saw you know I read something about this one. Um, it's another one of those. It's kind of like he's kind of like Edgar Wright for me. Um, I just don't. I it, when I see the name, I know a lot of people. They, they, <laughs> they their interest level goes up. Mine mine shrinks. Yeah. Um, I I loved his early movies, but I I, I don't know. I his uh his movies. Uh, Although the he he did the the dog movie right the uh, doll of the dog no that's what that, Wes, no, Anderson. That's Wes Anderson oh okay never mind I got people confused never mind I'll just show you. <laughs> well there's a Wes Anderson coming up on my list so oh no you could bring it up then <laughs> okay good, good. I'll probably take uh, Chad's side on that one though <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for number three Ryan uh, I got Bill and Ted face the music as well um, all right. I, uh, again, this is one of those, you know, again, I can't, I'm not expecting it to be good. Nothing I've heard about it has made me think it's going to be good. Um, but this is, this is, this one, I'm not just ironically putting it on there of like, I want to see what a train record is anyway. Like I want this to be good. I, I, I'm, you know, it's been in the making, uh, or a uh, rumored to be in the making for so long at this point, just the fact that a third bill and Ted is finally happening. Uh, regardless if it's good or not, I honestly don't think the second Bill and Ted's that good. So, like, it's not like it's gonna ruin the franchise for me. Uh, so it really can't hurt things. Like, unless like the movie is like twenty minutes of like Bill and Ted just like punching like a small child or something. It's not gonna be like, well, this makes the first one unwatchable now. So that sounds. Let's good, see where actually. it goes, man. <laughs> Yeah. Did you say that sounds pretty good? Is that what you said? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> 20 minutes of Alex Winter punching a child I in a seen stroller. Him in years, and then all of a sudden he just comes back to beat up kids. <laughs> we don't want to be in a band anymore. We just want to beat up kids. They, they, they would. If it, here's the thing Keanu Reeves could do that, and people were like, Oh, he's so yeah, great. That, for- you're actually that, not wrong, Chad. That's it, why, it would that's be totally exactly okay. why I said Alex Winter's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for number three, Chad? Uh, nine, number three, another movie, uh, no, absolutely nothing about, no trailer, no teaser art. There's a lot of that this year, it seems like. Uh, the Tax Collector. Um, which at one point was supposedly going to come out last year um, is Shia LaBeouf uh, and uh, David Ayer uh, directed. uh, And I've been reading it's possibly going to be a Netflix release, which I'm not excited about. But uh, regardless, I am excited about the movie. Uh, I wish they would release a trailer, though. Uh, It's just uh, like uh, Shia's character, he's this all tatted up, thug and he is a tax collector for like he's like a gangster tax collector Mm -hmm. uh, from what i understand so like he's uh i think it's sort of like a a, a california like a crime drama so all right yeah uh i i'm always down for shia especially after the year he's had this year oh yeah all right uh my number three is also Godzilla vs. Kong. So uh, <laughs> again, I 
I have no reason to think it's going to be good, but to see those two on screen together, I mean, how could I not be excited to, you know, at least at least go into it and try to have an open mind? Uh, Ryan, what do you got for number two? So number two is actually really the only movie I want to see this year, which is not <laughs> not saying much about the fact that I just listed off eight other movies that I'm anticipating this year, <laughs> right? We, uh, but it is uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Um, mm. I am a basic bitch. Uh, Inception is <laughs> probably my favorite movie. Uh, Tenet looks like basically the same thing. Um, I, I'm, I don't know where I'm going to go with this because a lot of times with Christopher Nolan movies, I don't necessarily like them for the reasons they tend to be popular for. Like I just enjoy Inception as a heist movie. Like it mm. to me, like the dream shit, it's cool, whatever, but it's, it's still basically just the Italian job for me just in a dream. So like, I haven't been able to fully understand the vibe of what Tenet is supposed to be like a normal version of but with a twist like mm. um i'm not even really sure like like it's hard to tell how much action is actually being the final product so i'm definitely worried that it's going to kind of fall prey to its own christopher nolanness and right. um get a little too occupied with being wrapped up in itself to actually like deliver as a competent like spy thriller or something like that um you know uh but i'm still cautiously optimistic for it i still have no idea what the fuck it's about i thought for a while i wasn't gonna try to watch the trailer but i caved and watched it about a week ago um i have not really hopped onto the robert pattinson train as much as a lot of people have like i've heard he's like really turned things around and is like really good nowadays i just have missed all of the movies where that's happened so this actually <laughs> might be like where i start coming around on him as well uh i also haven't seen um black Klansman yet but i've heard that uh denzel's son knocked it out of the park in that movie so i'm really oh, curious yeah. to see him in some more movies yeah uh nolan tends to disappoint me but i'm always excited sure. whenever he puts a movie out you know yeah. so i i'm definitely on board and then yeah i mean robert pattinson is probably like my favorite actor working right now so i'm always sure. excited when he's got something uh something coming so yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it uh, strangely, I have still not seen this trailer in a theater. I saw it on my phone yeah. once, which is not the way to really get excited. <laughs> That's how I've seen it. So. <laughs> uh, I, I'm told some people who saw Star Wars in IMAX got to see the first like 10 minutes. Right. And yeah. If there's one thing, man, no one knows how to shoot something on IMAX. So sure. that's going to be like a, a spectacle regardless. That, that's a movie I will take time out to actually make it to the theater because that's like an endeavor for me unlike dave who like has to make an effort to not go to a movie theater i i can't wait to be disappointed by this movie <laughs> i i i'm 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 on board this one as well uh nolan i'm not a big nolan guy uh but uh yeah definitely the the cast on this john david washington he he is exciting robert pattinson is exciting uh and also aaron taylor johnson's in it as well really um, i didn't know that yeah um i i like the 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 the, the teaser or trailer whatever it is i i like it um but I noticed something that since uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises, Nolan has something with putting mask on people. Oh, for um, sure. 
Yeah, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, I mean, the, Tom Hardy, he has that thing of ever since that, that he likes to put masks on, <laughs> but uh, no one seems to do it as well. Mm. So anyway, um, I'm, 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 I'm in. Uh, but yeah, Nolan, uh, he, he's one, he doesn't disappoint me because I don't go in super excited. That's, uh, That's so, smart. Uh, my favorite movie of his that he's done recently would be uh, Interstellar, though. So. Yo, I've been, I'm still not sure how I feel about Interstellar. And I ask myself that question about once a week since I've seen it in theaters. I'm still <laughs> processing that movie and I still haven't settled on if I like it or not. <laughs> well, what do you got for number two, Chad? Number two for me, um, it's a movie that I'm kind of interested in, uh, would be Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Sure. You know, uh, what, what more do you need to say outside of, you know, Gal Gadot <laughs> and Patty Jenkins? Uh, and throw Wonder Woman in a mall. And uh, yeah, I'm totally sold. Uh, a lot of the colors in the action does have a very Justice League uh, vibe to uh, the Wonder Woman scenes. But uh, hey, I was happy with that. And if this is, you know, uh, at least as fun as Justice League, then I'm good. There you go. I'm hoping for more, yeah. but hey, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll suck. All right. Uh, my number two, I know the both of you are not Wes Anderson fans, but uh, The French Dispatch, which has an insane cast. Uh, I was going to read down a little bit of the list here, but this isn't even everybody, but Bill Murray, of course, and Jason Schwartzman, of course, uh, Benicio de Toro, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Jeffrey Wright, Owen Wilson. Uh, Shorsha Ronan, uh, Kate Winslet, Christoph Waltz, Willem Dafoe, I mean, Elizabeth Moss, it's insane how many people are in this thing, and uh, I, the last two Wes Anderson movies have been two of my favorite, actually, uh, after the last few before that were maybe some of his lesser stuff, and I think wore a lot of people out on Wes Anderson, yeah. uh, but the Grand Budapest Hotel is a total return to form as far as I'm concerned, and then of course Isle of Dogs is a movie just tailor-made for me, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, I'm definitely 100% back in on Wes Anderson, and very excited to see what this one ends up being like. Yeah, so so he's the guy that did the dog movie. So yeah, um, yes. the dog movie I did like. Um, okay. It was uh, <laughs> it was a good movie. Um, so you know, um, I um, again, I'm I'm not big on any of those guys that kind of make these kind of movies. I, I for some reason I'm lumping him in the same category uh, as Paul. Uh, what's his name? Paul Thomas. He's not the guy that does the. Uh, uh, he's not W. Yeah, S. Anderson. Which is not. Yeah, it's not the guy that makes. The, Makes Monster Hunter, but uh, and he's not the guy that made the dog movie, but there you anyway, go. yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we're up to I, our number ones. I just want to take a moment for everyone listening to this to picture a Wes Anderson Mortal Kombat movie just, just for a moment. I want, uh, <laughs> um, I'm also kind of stalling because I really don't want to say this. I'm going to re-clarify. <laughs> I assume you guys know what this is going to be. Do we all three have the same movie? It can't be. One? It can't. No, no. I, I refuse to believe. No, no, no. I I, I hope not. <laughs> um, I want to clarify for the listeners. This is not the movies I think would be the best of 2020. 
this is the most anticipated and the most that I need to see this. And it is, in fact, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Which, <laughs> which, if you remember, was like my number three last year. And then it got delayed. Uh, it, it was I did bring it up on the list last year. Very high up. I believe I used the term beautiful train wreck. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was before the trailer had even come out. And then the mm-hmm. trailer came out. And I've never had such a viscerally horrible reaction to a film trailer before. Um, and then there's all the, I, I don't, I just, man, like some people are like, yo, Jim Carrey is going to carry this movie. I don't think any of his bits in the trailers have looked good. I, the redesign looks fine, but nothing else looks good. This is just like, like what the fuck, man? It sure and that, but that does mean it is the thing I am anticipating the most in 2020 is seeing how <laughs> Sonic works out. Look, so, I, I'm I'm with you on this one. I I don't have it as my number one. I was gonna uh, say I hope you're not. Like. I, I I have it as a special first uh, honorable mention, but uh, yeah, I'm with you on this one. And I gotta say, um, as someone who I I don't know I with the way my brain works, I. I tend to be really loyal to to people who have made me laugh in the past, and sure. I actually love all of the Jim Carrey bits in the trailer. They remind me of classic when he was still making great movies, movie after movie after movie. Sure, and so Whatever I never have. Yeah, well, I I I am totally on board with that, and I think the movie looks so fucking ridiculous, and I I don't know, it, it could just be straight up terrible. But uh, I, I, I'm with you. I'm very excited for Valentine's Day weekend to go see. Is that movie. when it comes out? It comes oh, out Valentine's God. Day. <laughs> like, they chose Gangster's Paradise to be the song it's in so a weird. Sonic commercial. I just... So bad. What? Hey, here's the thing. I didn't see a problem with the, the design on Sonic, so I didn't understand the big uproar. I don't understand why they redid it. And then when I see the new one, I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, to me, it's the same. That's kind of so the right I, reaction, Chad. That, that's yeah. the right reaction. Nobody, like, it was like maybe a thousand angry people on twitter like that was it okay. you know okay it was <laughs> no it was it looked it. like something that mila jolovich was gonna hunt in monster hunter coming to theaters <laughs> 2020 in that first one and now it looks like a cartoon character i can deal with it looking like a cartoon character but those fucking teeth in the old design i just can't the teeth were the weirdest part of it oh. <laughs> all right i think i know what chad's number one is going to be but chad why don't you tell us uh, it's going to be uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. There we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> the emancipation of Sonic the Hedgehog. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, my number one is Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Zack Snyder's uh, new movie. Uh, Wait, are we no, allowed no... to do Netflix releases for this? I don't think I realized that. I, I, they Apparently I'm being told they are movies. So we're we're allowed to. Oh, I thought no, you were about to tell I me that it was having a theatrical release. Oh. I... I 
I actually had a Netflix movie on mine last year. It was before uh, I did the uh, Ted Bendy movie, right, which yeah. wasn't a Netflix movie, and then Netflix bought it. So, and anyway, <laughs> it's Zack Snyder, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if anything is cinema, it's Zack Snyder movies. So, yes, um, Army of the Dead is uh, reported 70 to $90 million zombie movie. Um, uh, I don't know if it's a full blown sequel or a quasi sequel, but the uh, They've thrown about the word sequel uh, to Dawn of the Dead, um, I, which makes me think that Zack Snyder's got a trilogy. Ooh, uh, you know, I'd be down uh, for that. So, yeah. I, heist movie, zombie movie, um, Zack Snyder, what more needs to be said? Again, no, no trailer, no nothing so far. Um, and no official date, just winter uh, uh, 2020's been thrown about. So hopefully Thanksgiving or Christmas, this will be the movie to watch. Yo, I'm, I'm looking this up a... now. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was like a heist movie, too. This is going to be yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And a Vegas yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm reading the plot so now. They actually, they actually shot it, I guess, in Atlantic City. They didn't actually shoot in Vegas, but yeah, it does take place I thought they Vegas. shot part of it in Vegas. Oh, they they may have they may have, but I just know the the bulk of it. I guess was a like an abandoned uh, casino yeah. in gotcha. uh, Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm not as big of a uh, Zack Snyder fan as you, Chad, but I do you know like his movies, and I really hope this gets a limited release or something in theaters because that would be a shame for a Zack Snyder movie to not be in theaters. And it, it it has oh, to. Oh shit! Here you in it too. All right, you dude, I'm so down for this movie. Holy shit! I should be paying attention to the podcast we're recording right now, but I'm just I'm just on, I'm just on Wikipedia on my phone right now. And Ryan just I, joined the Reddit for this movie, and he's just like getting in conversations. I'm so hyped now! Oh man, I didn't know we were allowed to do Netflix movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish we could. Movies are nominated them. for Oscars. Come on, yes. now. yeah. I, I I don't like it, but uh, Academy Award winner Army of the Dead. And speaking of Netflix movies, my number one in a movie that I will riot if it doesn't open in theaters, and it was my number one last year. It is Charlie Kaufman's I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which will come out this year, as far as I've heard. Um, it stars, uh, actually, Brie Larson dropped out since last year. She was supposed to be the star. Now it's Jesse Buckley, who's amazing. Uh, Tony Collette, Jesse, Buck, uh, J- uh, Jesse Plemons, David Thulis. And um, it's just going to be a weird, creepy Charlie Kaufman movie. And I am so excited. And I guess I'm probably going to end up having to drive to L.A. Because I have a feeling Charlie doesn't have the kind of pull that uh, Martin Scorsese has to get it to actually play in the theater. (laughs) So I'm just I'm dreading the fact that it's not going to open in theaters and everybody else is going to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's awesome. I want it to only play on Netflix and. God, I, I'm getting so, I'm getting so angry that, at people now. So is that a that's a Netflix movie? It, too? it is a Netflix or, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix, man. God, why do they exist? Yeah. Anyway, they're 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 they're, <laughs> they're killing me. They're absolutely killing me. But no, I, I'm so ex- no, I'm I, so excited for it though. It's been so damn long since Anomalisa. It, it I think that was yeah. 2016. It's way too long between movies for him. So, uh, do you guys have any honorable mentions that you wanted to shout out? I guess I will say I bumped the Bob's Burgers movie for Big Shark. Um, there's not a lot of animated stuff I'm excited for this year. Um, people like I, I, I'm sure Onward will end up being good, but I don't know. So I wanted to have something animated on this list, and I figured that like the Bob's Burgers movie was probably going to be 
fine, but you know, with masterpieces like Sonic on this list, there's some things have to get cut. So that didn't make the top ten. <laughs> sure. So uh, one of them that uh, I believe will be out by the time this airs is The Night Clerk, which looks absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited about that one. Um, and then, of course, uh, Birds of Prey. Um, and, a, uh, you know, uh, A Quiet Place 2. It was it was close to making my list. Mm. Um, uh, the Woman in the Window. Uh, Fantasy Island looks great as well. Um, and uh, Mulan, of course, which is supposedly has no singing in it, so it's actually going to be an action movie. Um, and the trailers look absolutely fantastic for Mulan so far. That one was very, very close to my list. Yeah, and also, uh, the new Scooby Doo movie, Scoob. Um, I'm always down for some Scooby Doo, especially yeah. since James Gunn is not involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scoob, Scoob could be all right. I, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I love Scooby. Uh, I've got for my, uh, my honorable mentions, um, Michael Showalter, who I love, you know, from the state and Stella has two movies coming out this year. Uh, first up is the lovebirds, which is just a, uh, pretty, pretty straightforward looking comedy, uh, with Kamal Nanjani and Issa Rae. Uh, but then later in the year, which looks like it could be like something of a, a big kind of movie, uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye about Jim and Tammy Faye Baker Oh wow! Starring <laughs> starring Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield as Jim and Tammy. Oh, oh, awesome! Yeah, awesome. yeah. So that that <laughs> I'm very very excited about. I just want to know more about it, and I'm not 100 percent <laughs> sure if it's going to actually make 2020, but hopefully it does. Right. It sounds like it'll be like one of those late in the year releases. Uh, another one um, is Zola from A24, which I guess we'll find out more about next uh, week with Sundance. But I don't really know much about it other than that it's a weird true story. Uh, and then last but not least, Fast and Furious 9, which the last few of these <laughs> movies have been so unbelievably bad in the best possible way. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see if they can top what they've done in the last couple. Oh, uh, I'm like five behind on the Fast and Furiouses, and I know that those <laughs> movies, the story is really important. So, you know, I can't just jump in on nine without catching up on the plot there, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course not. I'm I'm evidently I'm evidently uh, eight behind. If there's nine already, <laughs> nine. And, and what, what is this one called? Is is this just Fast and Furious? The Fast and the Furious Nine? Or I believe so. Yeah, I think that's that's what it's called now. <laughs> A certain point with like, yo, fuck being clever. Like, just get this out. <laughs> oh man, so that does it. I gotta say, guys. Uh, Talking about all these movies, I'm a little more excited for this year. Um, that, like I was saying before we started recording, I it's just you get through you know the end of the year rush and all that stuff, and you just get so damn burnt out. And uh, yeah, especially yeah. with the kind of movies that come out in January, it's just like you know it's uh, you just get so damn burned out on movies. And now I I think there is actually quite a bit coming out that I'm excited for. Well, I I think 2019 was a really good year yes, i think yeah, uh, of course of course every year is awesome i do know this <laughs> but uh um, I, I mean looking at the anticipated list i had last year um i i know there were a lot more that i was more excited about i think this year though there there are uh 
still some to get excited about, but uh, I just think 2019, um, it's going to take a lot to, to, to just reach the level that it reached. So uh, I think anytime you have a really great year, it's hard to, to, to match it. And I think that's kind of where we are right now. Sure. Um, I will say of the movies I did talk about last year, the only movie on my list that I did not like of all 10 um, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was my number one movie. So I'm a little worried about Army of the Dead this year. I, I'm concerned um, that Sonic might not be a cinematic masterpiece. It might not reach the heights that you once expected. Quentin Tarantino presents Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, Chad, I, I, I'm not going to entertain your Once Upon a Time in Hollywood criticisms right now, but I, <laughs> I will say I have high hopes for your Army, Army of the Dead. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, that was my takeaway from this episode is I'm now super hyped for that movie because I also somehow didn't put two and two together. Like I love Zack Snyder's uh, Dawn of the Dead, and I didn't even consider the possibility that this was directly related to that one. I was just like, I, oh, he's making another I, I, movie in the same franchise, and didn't even think of it. Yeah, they 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 were throwing around sequel, but I don't know how much of it is a actual sequel as opposed to you know a spiritual. Sure, sequel. sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I can definitely see him doing a zombie trilogy. Um, and I mean, basically, with this one, supposedly Netflix said, "Hey, here's some money. Do what you got to do. <laughs> a lot of money for a zombie and, movie." Exactly. Look, man, if you're the guy who made Sucker Punch at this point. You've done the whole. Someone gives you a hundred million dollars, do whatever the fuck you want with it. Like he's gotten his weird bullshit fantasy movies out of the way, so now he can make good bullshit fantasy movies. <laughs> uh, no, I know, I know you like Sucker Punch. I have mixed feelings on it, but like I feel like we've seen what he can do when he's given a blank check to mixed results, in my opinion. But like, yeah, we we know he's in his wheelhouse with these zombie movies already. Dawn of the Dead remake, so good. Oh yeah, definitely definitely all right well i think that about does it um we will of course have you guys on we already have a few scheduled with each of you and then i'm sure we'll end up doing uh godzilla vs kong together maybe a second one too we gotta have these uh these episodes are always so much fun yeah warning do not listen while hungry hi my name is stephanie barajas host of all rice no beans a podcast all about restaurants and the people behind some of your favorite spots to eat, where we talk about how they started, all the ups and downs, and my favorite part, the food and drinks. Ooh, and let's not forget about the desserts. So subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow me on all social media, because I have the pictures of all the food. And if you want to be on my podcast, and you're a restaurant owner or in the business, email me at allricenobeanspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, you were warned, don't listen while hungry. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about the most anticipated movies of 2020. Like I said at the beginning, there's more that popped up since we recorded this thing, but uh, there's always lots of movies to get excited about. We will, of course, be talking about them all the time in our Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces group on Facebook. I urge you to please go join that group and get into it with us. We have so much fun in there. And uh, you also find out about all the episodes when they're coming out and everything and get a chance to... Uh, you know, check out lists of upcoming episodes that I'm looking for co-hosts for. And so, you know, maybe you'd like to be on an episode and 
you'll know which ones I need people for, and that way we can get you on the show. Always looking for new people on the show. Uh, so, reminder to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And uh, also check out the other podcasts that I uh, that I do. I, of course, co-host Bird Road, which has a live show coming up here in Las Vegas on February 17th at the Golden Tiki. And then I also produce Awesome Movie Year, which is now in its third season on the films of 1989. And All Rice, No Beans, a podcast about restaurants. And uh, at the time of this going up, four episodes will be out. But uh, we've got the next like dozen in the can too, so we got lots coming on that show. So lots of all rice, no beans, lots of awesome movie year, and lots of bird road coming your way soon. So uh, let's close this thing out with a piece of music as we always do. And you know what? I don't do this very often, but this makes sense for looking forward to our most anticipated movies of 2020. I'm also hoping to release a new album in 2020. We'll see if that happens. I don't know. To be honest, I'm so busy with podcasts. I don't know how I'm going to get to that anytime soon. But it is something that I'm hoping to do. If it's not 2020, it'll be in 2021 for sure. And this is uh, one of the tracks that I've been working on for that album. And by working on, I mean I haven't touched it since January 23rd of 2019. Uh, But I will be getting back to it and finishing it because I love this one. I don't have a set name for it yet, so consider it untitled at this moment. But I have a few names uh, in my little Google Doc where I plan my albums out. And uh, it'll be named something, and it will be finished up, and it will come out on a new album, maybe in 2020, or else maybe some other time.
and All Points West. 